You're live and locked into the official Juno Download podcast with host Cup Kobe, exploring dance music from top to bottom, bringing you fresh content direct to your headphones. Bringing you the freshest music and content, the Juno Download Show.
my friends, and once again, welcome back to the Juno Download Podcast. We are back inside the building once again as we continue on our journey exploring the best underground music has to offer here in the UK and worldwide as well. Today, we're going to be getting into a conversation with a label I've been following very closely. I've been loving what they've been doing. They're putting out some amazing music across different genres, and today we are on the phone with the head honcho man like Drum Terror joins us discussing Submerchants. How are you today, sir? Hello, hello. I'm very good. Thank you for having me. Each and every time, man. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on. As I said, I've been loving the uh, both the content you've been putting out release-wise and, of course, uh, just the general sort of standard of the of the music you've been putting out there. Like, it seems like it must be quite a busy time for yourself. That's very kind, mate. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's been, um, it's been very busy, kind of uh, in between, you know, all of us having our, our general day-to-day lives um, alongside running the label and the events that we're doing around it. You know, it's the first time that um, myself or any of the team have run a label before. Um, so it's kind of, it's a whole new experience, big learning curve. And uh, yeah, we're just kind of taking almost every day as it comes at the moment with it. And it's been, yeah, very wholesome learning experience so far. Awesome, man. I mean, it's good to hear and I think this is this is one of the main things I did want to kind of discuss. Obviously, it's still moderately early days for you, but I want to take it back uh, kind of even further, right to the beginning of you sure. guys kind of starting the project. So first of all, what was your sort of first push towards, I suppose, wanting to be involved in a label project in general? So obviously, um, you know, my own background is kind of having uh, made my own music for the past 10 years. Um, so, you know, I've, I've dealt with labels in that capacity for a long time. And uh, actually, my kind of day-to-day uh, career role has been working within, um, you know, record labels and uh, more, more recently live music on a much larger scale. Um, so I guess, you know, um, in terms of the kind of uh, electronic stuff, we, we used to run a night in London called Shitty Dubstep, um, which I'm sure, you know, a lot of people in the scene uh, will be aware of. Most uh, certainly, we, most certainly. <laughs> we wrapped that up um, just towards uh, March 2020. We're actually wrapping it up anyway, but then obviously COVID kind of kicked in. Um, and yeah, you know, really, really put that nail in the coffin for us. So we actually kind of started talking about moving things over, first of all, from the name, because, you know, rightfully or wrongfully, we felt we were missing out on some opportunities because people kind of, you know, some people saw the joke, some people didn't. Um, with the name Shitty Dubstep and we were definitely kind of missing out on um, even just having like a, a genre in the name as well we were missing out on opportunities with artists that we wanted to work with who maybe weren't strictly within what you would call dubstep and we wanted to find a way that we could more accurately represent the kind of music that we were putting out there so yeah we I don't know, just brainstormed, kind of came up with this initial name, which was South London Submerchants, and then decided to drop to South London because, you know, we didn't really want to tie ourselves to any one place. Um, and, yeah, just kind of over this, the series of kind of weeks and months that led up to our initial release, because we had the idea in the background for quite a while, but then come the pandemic, you know, I, I got furloughed, a couple of the other guys did. We had a lot of time on our hands kind of actually really start putting into the project and uh, I hate to say it but had the pandemic and all of that not happened I, I honestly don't know if we would have kind of had that initial push to get everything set up and moving in the first place so um yeah that kind of brings us up to uh, up to speed and in, in terms of how 
yeah, we, we got everything going in the first place. Amazing, man. So I feel to an extent this is almost one of the... I mean, I mean it's quite difficult to say because obviously it's been at such a horrible time. So many people have kind of not sure. potentially like lost livelihoods, uh, potentially lost loved ones as well. This seems to be one of the actual positives that you're able to kind of take out of the situation is you've kind of gone in um, one end wrapping up a project and you've come out the other side with a brand new project, which is definitely gaining momentum. Um, and it's, it's, it's such an interesting thing to kind of look at because there are a lot of people that I've seen kind of moving from I suppose live events into the sort of label atmosphere what's the first thing that you've kind of clocked um is the biggest difference between working in both fields um I would say less immediate pressure I guess my you know my my full-time job first of all is working in live events marketing so I guess towards like we we did the shade of step stuff for three nearly four years and I guess towards the end of that you know, there was a part of me that was kind of going to work five days a week, and then in my spare time was then bringing home work, bring, bringing work home with me. Um, and I guess I, I don't want to say that I fell out of love with it, but I definitely wasn't getting the enjoyment out of it. We had a couple of really kind of um, less than positive experiences with the final couple of events um, that really kind of just added salt to the wounds a little bit. So I'd say that working with artists much more deeply on releases and really kind of getting into the creative side of things rather than you know sometimes i guess you know you can get situations where you feel like you're not really connecting with the artists they're kind of just showing up you give them the money and that's it and actually the reason i do this in the first place is because i really love the music and i'm you know I, I really like to be a part of the scene and make things happen for people who i really think deserve it um and i think so far for me a label has been a much more stress-free way and more rewarding experience overall in kind of pushing those eyes to the forefront. I feel like I'm waffling a little bit, but yeah, that's... No, no, it makes perfect sense. I mean. You'd be surprised how kind of common that that kind of exact route um, seems to happen, um, at least in my sure. experience doing this, doing these conversations and talking to people in general. Um, we're going to move things forward slightly. Now we're kind of up to date with what's going on. I want to talk about one of the tracks that we're going to get into today. This one, um, Hella Alongside Logan, it goes by the name uh, Chattings. And this one is the Logan-specific remix. So talk to me yes. about the difference between, um, obviously, Logan remixing it and then there being an original version as well so logan has been kind of on board with us for a long time now like since the shade dubstep days you know he did fabric and stuff with us back in the day did our big uh, keep hush event and he's been at almost every event that we've uh, done including one that we're doing this saturday um down in battersea but um we put him in touch with Hella because we had this really wicked instrumental from Hella that we wanted to get an MC on and Logan seemed like the absolute perfect fit. Um, and again, I think it was it was kind of a pandemic, um, you know, free time project. But Logan recently started really moving into the production side of things. And, you know, we've always focused on what he's achieved with his vocal abilities. But actually to be able to give him kind of a platform to be like, yes, you know, let's see the other side of what you do. You know, really get like the whole... Um, the whole spectrum of your talent out there. Um, so, yeah, you know, it was quite a cool idea to kind of, yeah, have him vote the original track and then have him remixing. Um, and on the original track as well, we, we did a really wicked music video with them too, uh, which is out now on YouTube. It's definitely worth uh, checking out. And that was directed by Deep Cover out of Oxford, who are doing absolute bits at the moment, like big ones to watch in the scene. Amazing stuff. Well, we're going to get into this one right now, people. We are live on the Juno Download Podcast. We've got Man Like Drum Terror on the line. We're discussing sub-merchants today, so keep it locked and don't don't go anywhere. You're tuned in to the Juno Download Podcast. Chat in. Demo,
Inside the building once again, people. This is the Juno Download Podcast. Myself, Kovu, is your host for the day, and we have got man like Drum Terror on the line, and we're discussing everything submergence today. So we've heard a bit of a sample of what goes on sound-wise, but I want to hear from you um, in regards to the actual music you guys are pushing. So do you want to talk me through uh, the sort of the sort of bulk of the releases you've kind of done in the short time you've been active? 
Sure. So, I mean, you know, on the surface of things, actually, we've only really had two proper EPs out, but the way that we've kind of structured our release cycle so far is that the EPs are made up of kind of three main artists per EP and then remixes alongside that. And with each artist, we've been taking a single and pushing that single almost as its own individual release, if that makes sense. Of course. So... For the first release, um, which was the Surrey Street EP, we did that completely based around jungle music and how jungle music kind of sits in the contemporary landscape in, you know, well, 2020 it was. Um, and I guess for us, especially kind of post uh, the shitty dubstep stuff, we really wanted to kind of drive a wedge and be like, this is new. This is not just like the label equivalent of the event series that we were doing. Like we're, you know, taking this and we're doing a completely different side of the electronic spectrum so we opened things up with literally like a nail core jungle release from tmsv who obviously is kind of historically known for his dubstep stuff as well so it was cool to be able to help him showcase uh, the other side of his production abilities which he's been pushing a lot more recently um and then we did some kind of footworky like 160 stuff from samurai breaks who's really been kind of making waves in that like hardcore jungleisty uh world i guess like, I, I don't even know how you kind of describe his sound it's kind of not kind of half jungle half breaks kind of all over the place a little bit but a really dope sound and then thug widow on the last one who is pushing this really unique brand of kind of ambient jungle soundscapes um it's, it, I mean, you, you kind of have to listen to it to understand it, but it's, it's really beautiful. Yeah, it was, it was a piece of music he sent over called You See How It Spreads Out Like a Fungus. And it was one of those that I just remember listening to music. This is absolute art. Um, it really blew me away. And then more recently, literally as of kind of under two weeks ago, we released uh, our second EP, which was an exploration of 140 dubstep. So really going back to kind of what we know and our roots as a team. Um, and that had Canada's distinct motive obviously Heller and Logan who we just listened to and then Fearless Dread who are making absolute waves within the scene at the moment as well doing kind of their dubstep thing um, with a bunch of remixes from Mincy obviously Logan on the one that we just heard and then a Shoshi out of West Coast USA Amazing, man. I mean, it, the, this, the thing that I'm loving about this um, is that even from the off, like right from the beginning, it seems like you're kind of approaching things with a bit of a game plan. Would you say, um, I suppose, having that prior kind of live music knowledge, would you say it's actually kind of helped in regards to coming up with concepts and ideas for releases? Yeah, I would say so. I think, you know, um, I, I actually, because I was furloughed for a lot of, um, you know, the last year, I did kind of take the time to do some consultation for labels independently, um, which kind of, yeah, you know, helped kind of keep me running, helped keep my brain active. And I think it's one of those things that, you know, I, I kind of always suspected it, but it became even more apparent to me that, like, actually having a really solid marketing plan and kind of release schedule and release plan that you, you know, you, you at least have a template for and you kind of stick to is really important in terms of kind of running a well-oiled label. Um, just because, you know, you're making sure that you're crossing off all the boxes, you're doing things in such a way that you're kind of making sure that you're hitting all the different audiences you want to be hitting and making sure that the right fans are hearing what you want them to hear. 
Um, and that, that's been a real kind of key priority for us from the start. And it, it seems to be working so far to a degree. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, this is the thing. If you were to go and ask uh, the average dubstep fan in the street, um, how many releases have um, sub merchants put together? I guarantee not one of them would say two. Most of them would say maybe four, five, six, because that's the way you kind of push it and the way you kind of structure the releases. It definitely comes across as though there's a lot more. And me personally, I really, really appreciate that idea of getting the most out of the content you're putting out there you know kind of giving each song a platform giving each song the kind of respect it deserves um do you find that's something that artists respond well to yeah definitely and i think the other thing that kind of has helped with with structuring the releases in that way as well is that the artists were getting involved their fan bases are then crossing over with the other fan bases of the other artists that are including so you know you've got three different artists on there all of who will have their own appeal to a different audience segment but those audience segments might not have heard of the other artists that are on that release and may not have come across them otherwise so it's a really cool way to kind of yeah you know cross everything over like widen the reach um and yeah man like i said you know it it kind of has been working so far and i think that you know i mean they they can hit me up after listening to this podcast if they're not but i think everyone's been pretty satisfied kind of how we've done things so far (laughs) amazing man i'm sure you're not i'm sure you're not going to get any messages on the other side uh being (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well we're going to move things forward again obviously as we've got you on the line i want to make sure we're getting as much out of you as i can including um actually running some of these bangers that are on the releases we're going to get into the fiesta sound system remix of a track you did mention earlier uh, goes by the name you see how it spreads out like a fungus very very quickly describe this one to me and the listeners so yeah this one thug widow on the original and then you got uh, fiesta sound system on the remix who both kind of fall within this real unique um I'd say it's a sound we've not heard before it's a real evolution of jungle in the modern age which you know is very much like it's a genre that is very grounded in the way it sounds and the way that people perceive it and these guys have completely flipped it on its head taking it back to basics and just made it into something entirely new which has so much emphasis on musicality and texture and layering and it's it's just gorgeous man honestly it's one of those I think let's just run it let the listeners decide for themselves amazing stuff we're going to get into this one now then people we are live on the Juno Download podcast you got myself Kovu hosting and we're live on the line with Drum Terror talking everything around Submergence keep it locked and don't go anywhere bringing you the freshest music and content with the Juno Download podcast
And there we go. We are back inside the building once again, people. This is the Juno Download Podcast, streaming live via SoundCloud and numerous other platforms. So if you haven't already, do make sure you are following the page. You've got myself, Kovu, hosting, and we are live on the line with Drum Terror this morning, talking everything submerchants and everything that's going on with the label. We've discussed the sort of past. We've discussed the catalogue. Right now, I want to talk about what's on the way for the label. So for you, how do you see the future kind of panning out in, the, let's say, over the next six to 12 months or so? Oh, the future is looking shimmery, mate. It's uh, yeah, we've we've got a pretty cool release slate, uh, kind of on the cards, taking us into next year now. Um, I mean, on the way next is going to be SM003, um, which uh, I think I, I can I can kind of reveal is, is going to be because obviously we've done Jungle, we've done Dubstep. The next one is going to be UKG uh, and Breaks, which is. Uh, a genre that myself and the, the rest of the label team hold very close to our hearts. Um, we've got three really cool producers getting involved um, from three different countries around the world, all of whom have been making massive waves within that scene in recent years and months. Um, can't reveal quite yet how we're going with that, but we do have six tracks locked in for that, which is going to be like Ridley Road. It's going to be digital and then 12 inch with um, three corresponding digital only remixes. So we're going to start now that come October, I believe. Don't hold me to that, just in case something goes wrong. Um, but yeah, there's going to be uh, vocal versions and all sorts and, you know, the usual uh, spiel. And we're going to have uh, one more big club event before the end of the year where we're going to be getting some of the label's hottest artists down to play for us. Uh, and then going into next year, we are going to start doing individual releases as well. So we feel like we've really, you know, like we discussed in the second portion of the show there we feel like we've really grounded ourselves with this initial um you know kind of multi-artist offering with every release and now we feel that we're a strong enough label with a big enough fan base that we can start really focusing and honing in on individual artist talents and releases so yeah, exciting basically it sounds really exciting. exciting it sounds really exciting man and i'll tell you what it also sounds like you're very much kind of as you said earlier you've got the plan you're following the plan and the plan is coming together which is again something i always Absolutely. appreciate uh when it comes to the sort of just general sort of getting on with things in regards to if you're gonna management. do a good job do it properly right 100% I cannot agree more if I had my little sound pad that I normally have I would be smashing the explosions um, (laughs) as as you say that Uh, but what we're going to do then is we are going to round off today with something special indeed Uh, talk to me about what this week this uh, well this month's guest mix feature is going to be all about Oh, so this guest mix, well, so the guest mix is, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and just do a drum terror um, guest mix because, you know, I, I, I've, it's not about me, it's about the label, that's what I'm here to showcase. So I'm going to be really showcasing some of the tracks that we've had out on the label recently. Um, and then I might drop in some new ones. They might be listed as like ID, ideal or whatever, but, you know, uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, <laughs> Only time will tell um, if, you know, you keep listening to the podcast. But there may, there may be some new material um, included in there. Um, and I'm going to smatter in a couple of other tracks just to throw you off the scent as well. So. Amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Well, dude, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. I know there's going to be a lot of gems uh, in there for other sort of newer label owners to take away from this and ideas that they can run with. So it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Thanks for joining us and we'll chat soon, OK? Thanks for having me, mate. Take it easy. Each and every time. This has been the Juno Download Podcast. We're going to hand you over to Drum Terror's very capable hands on guest mix duty. Uh, That's it from us, though. We're going to finish the conversation up here. This has been the Juno Download Podcast with myself, Kovu, talking to Drum Terror, representing sub-merchants. Keep it locked and don't go anywhere. Until next time. The Juno Download Podcast, hosted by Kovu.
tuned in to the Juno Download Podcast.
bringing you the freshest music and content with the Juno Download Podcast. Okay then, let me show you what I do when I do roll up. Feel like a boom, I will see who's tough, my crew roll up. Man can't test true, man show enough. You see the big picture, but I'm a few rolls up. Push that white in the clan, you ain't got a clue, you clucks. Neither do white, you move like fuzz. Roll round with a few I love. Some fingers, that's a few I love. Pick up the mic and prove my stuff. Worth the work, cause words do touch. I sat down for a year, all dominoes and roll ups. Kept in touch with a few I love. If you're still in the game, don't get your hopes up. Pissy, MZ, Janak, Janam. Freezing cold when I do my dust. I make the room light up. Instrumental rider on me, cause how can I not be trapped from like 06? I've been feeling buff. No bad fate, I don't know about luck, but I'm catching on. See my ideas rough. This EMZ on the sound system. Any of mine will outmix them. Man, wanna come up lying, then that shock when they die in a lion's den. I tell man for free that I'm meant to be, and I know my thing's inspiring, cause man, jump on a mic and sound like me. He don't believe his cheese will weak. Man, don't knock on the door, man, breach. Might just step on your toes with cleats. Us all out here, no man, don't see if I'm good when karma does come for me. I show love, but I don't show. Trust if it all falls down, it'll fall on me, but it won't fall down because it's all on me. I believe this cheat ain't weak. Need that pee, chop that pee. They can't breathe without their beats. I do sin, I can't preach. Could be him, but I'd rather me. Can't live life in a suit and noose. I need to breathe, that's not me. Don't wanna wait till the holes and hoof. Close your eyes with the conscience clean.
You're tuned in to the Juno Download Podcast.